0: I don't know if you guys have heard the word on the street, but apparently leaving a review on this podcast rockets you to the top 1% of the world's smartest people. I'm just kidding. I can't vouch for that, but here's something I can vouch for. Your feedback matters to me. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, I'd really appreciate if you could take 15 seconds to drop a review. It's your words that help shape this podcast. Let's get into the episode. I hope you enjoy. How many people do you know that come and tell you, I'm going to go do this? I'm going to go make this much money. I'm going to go get a six pack. I'm going to lose this much weight. I'm going to be this type of person. Everyone always talks about success and what their definition is, but no one ever asks themselves, what does it take to be capable of being that individual? Welcome to the influencer secrets podcast. where We explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. Everyone has their own definitions of success, whether that's having a lot of money, whether that's having the perfect family, whether that's having the perfect work life balance, whether that's being the all star sports player or the best player on your sports team. However, you define success is unique to you. But today I want to offer you a new framework to measure your own success. I want to offer you a new way of looking at success. And this is the way that I personally look at the term success. By the end of this episode, you should be able to adopt this framework of thinking, and it will allow you to achieve true success according to however you Currently define it. But, real quick, if you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, otherwise known as Cole World on social media. I have over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms, and I'm here to share all the experiences and all the lessons that I've learned so far in my life. So, hopefully, you do not go through the same pain and mistakes that I've gone through so far. Like I said just a moment ago, Everyone has their own definition of success. A shift that I've had recently in terms of defining success, and when I say recently, I say over the past few years, is that success is often arbitrary. And oftentimes, it is attributed to external measurements. Meaning, like I said earlier, a lot of people define success by a certain amount of money that they're making, a certain number of followers that they have, a certain societal status. Or, But let's take a huge step back and think about what does being successful really mean? One thing that I believe that has led me to be in the position that I am today, to make six figures before I turn 20 years old, to have over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms, all while having a great relationship with my family having a wonderful girlfriend, staying in shape, staying healthy, maintaining proper sleep. How was I able to do all these things, which are considered success, at least to some people that may be considered success, right? And that is the real question. How do you become capable of achieving success? Not how do I become successful, but how do I become someone who is capable of achieving success? And this is the question I urge you to ask yourself. I challenge you to cease the idea of wanting to be successful because the reality is that you have not even defined successful. Like we have talked about before on this podcast, if you're not able to define certain things, then you are just guessing. And even if you are to define what it is to be successful, for example, let's just say your definition of success is earning six figures, having a million followers on social media, and having a hot girlfriend. Cool. Sounds like the life, right? Well, while you are focusing on wanting that and visualizing that and achieving that, I am focused on what does it take to become a person who is capable of having those things. You see the difference. We live in a shiny object world where people are obsessed with the idea of having things. They're obsessed with setting goals. How many people do you know that come and tell you, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go make this much money. I'm gonna go get a six pack. I'm gonna lose this much weight. I'm gonna be this type of person. Everyone always talks about success and what their definition is, but no one ever asks themselves, what does it take to be capable of being that individual? And that is the question which I want you to ask yourself. So instead of me just saying, ask yourself that question, I'm going to give you five actionable items, five things that you could do right now that will make you more capable of achieving whatever your definition of success is. In other words, if you do any of these things, regardless of who you want to be, what you want to achieve, or whatever goals in mind, you will undoubtedly be in the process of becoming the person who is capable of achieving the things which you want to achieve. Let's start off with the number one thing you need to do if you want to be someone who is capable of achieving success. And keep in mind, as I go through these and I talk about success, I understand that that is a broad term. So I want you to define success in your own terms. So as I'm saying these things, keep in mind that how you utilize these five points will be specific to whatever you want to achieve. But through my experience, like I said, the most important thing is becoming someone capable of success. But number one, the habit of being organized. At surface level, this is one of the simplest things to integrate in your life. Seems straightforward, right? Be more organized. But why are people not organized in general? When I talk about being organized, I'm not just talking about organizing your tasks, but I'm talking about organizing your mind. And we'll talk more about this In a later point, because one of the five points is the practice of self reflection. But in terms of being organized, it's extremely important that you are disciplined. And when I say disciplined, let me be more specific. You cannot be guessing. I've talked about this before, but if you are to execute the same inputs in your life, you will get the same outputs. The more consistent you are with your ability to execute inputs or actions in the world that produce outputs which are measurable and in line with your goals, and in this instance are in line with helping you get closer to your measurement or definition of success, the faster you will get there. But the only way to do this is by being organized. What does this look like? It could look like simply having a calendar or having a schedule or a checklist of things that you do every single day consistently. But those things are in line with whatever you are trying to achieve. I can't tell you how many people I've came across in my life that just forget things and I don't blame them. They try and keep their whole schedule all of their goals, everything they want to achieve in their head. Whenever I am networking with someone, if they are unorganized, I will not be working with them. You will not get a follow-up from me because I cannot stand to be around people who are not optimized, people who are not disciplined with their time. You will never run into someone who is successful, who does not have a deep understanding of where they are putting their time. And the only way to do that is to be disciplined in where you are spending it aka being organized. If you do something different every single morning, every single day, every single night, and everything is random, you will get random results. To be someone capable of achieving success, you need to be calculated in where you're spending your time. Random inputs give random outputs. If you're not where you want to be, ask yourself, am I an organized person? Am I being methodical with where I'm spending my time? Do I understand how my time is translating into certain outputs are the activities i'm doing in line with the person i'm trying to become because i'm telling you right now if you're that person who wants to make a hundred grand a year have a million followers on social media and have a smoking girlfriend are you the type of person that is capable of achieving that if you are not organized By the way, I think that's like a very shallow measurement of success. I'm just using it as an example. Number two, the habit of taking quick action. I ask you right now, do you procrastinate? When somebody asks you to do something or when you know you have to do something, especially meaning when you tell yourself you're going to do something, do you do it right away or do you put it off? Do you just store it in your head? This actually goes in line with number one. I'm going to pivot a little bit here, but let's go ahead and say that there's something that you know you need to do, but you actually cannot do it right now in this moment because you are too busy what would be the best option a store it in your head and tell yourself or a person that asked you to help them with something or to execute a certain task whether it's in business whether it's in a friendship or school just store it in your head and tell them or yourself i'm going to do it later or in that moment when you recognize that you do not have the time in this moment to do the thing write it down So you don't forget. And that would be B. Of course you would do B. Write it down. Which goes back to number one. Being organized. If you cannot do something right away. And you know that it's important. If you are not an organized person. And you do not write it down. Or you do not have some sort of organizational system. You will forget to do that thing most likely. And then this effect snowballs. So now something that you should have done. You haven't done. And now you're procrastinating about this thing. And then you remember, oh no, I had to do that thing. When you could have just wrote it down. I have this thing called the one minute rule. I think I got it from somewhere, but maybe I didn't. I don't know. But essentially, if anything takes me less than a minute, I do it right away. And if it takes me longer than a minute and I'm doing something in the moment, then I will simply just write it down within a software that I use called Click up, or I will take a note of it in my phone. It just depends on the situation. But I never store things in my head because the more things that you're storing in your head, the less operating power you have to achieve the certain task you're working on now. So these kind of coincide. But there is a saying, and I don't know who said this, but it's that success loves speed. Imagine right now if I told you, I'll give you a million dollars If you go get me an ice cream, how fast are you going to do that? Probably pretty fast. Now, what if I told you I'm going to give you $0 now if you get me that same ice cream, but if you do it every day for 365 days, and you get it back to me within 20 minutes, let's say, in this example, for 365 days straight, aka you do it right away, I'll give you a million dollars on the 366th day. Would you do it? The reason I make this comparison is because most people don't think like that. There has to be an immediate reward for them to do something quickly. But what I'm saying is that the speed which you operate, regardless of getting the instant reward, over time will compound into a significant result. So just because something may not reap benefit right now in this moment doesn't mean that you're not compressing the timeline by which you will achieve success or you will achieve said goal. I hope that makes sense. Hey, Coral Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. Number three, the habit of focusing on one thing. This is something that I had to learn through a lot of trial and error. One of the most crucial habits of someone who is capable of achieving success is, in my opinion, tunnel vision. There's this stigma around business that you need to have seven streams of income to become a millionaire. And people hear that and they say, okay, well, I'm gonna learn seven different things. I'm gonna build seven different businesses or I'm gonna build three different businesses and learn 10 different skills. You need to become really good at one thing. If you can serve one customer with one skill or one product extremely well, you can achieve great financial success. For example, when I learned sales back when I, I was 17 the only thing i was focused on was selling for a few years straight and i got very good at it now imagine if during that same time period i wanted to learn spanish and chinese and i also wanted to create a drop shipping business and i also wanted to do social media you can only do so much i'm telling you right now if you can get very good at doing one thing and then later on focus on new skill sets one at a time that will be a much better return on your time and your effort, and your money, if you're paying for education, then spending your time on learning multiple things at one time and building multiple things at one time. It's like the house analogy. Would you rather build three houses at one time or build one house really well and then build houses two and three individually but faster because you've learned how to build a house the best way possible? In other words, through the process of learning a certain skill or building a certain business or excelling in a certain field, you will learn the processes by which to master the process of learning said thing so then you can take those attributes or those habits which you learn there and apply them to house or job or skill two and three and learn those faster than you would have if you tried to do all three at the same time. Number four, and this is a pretty simple one, if you want to be someone who's capable of success, you need to be willing to learn and learn and learn. This is something that I had to confront myself. When you put hundreds of thousands of dollars in front of someone who is very young, that individual will feel like they're on the top of the world. They'll feel like they made it, especially from someone who didn't have a lot of money to spend growing up. When you go from someone who doesn't have a lot of money to someone who has a ton of money, And I'm talking about myself. When you get to that point, you feel like you know everything. And this is just something that happened to me. But my ego took over and I stopped learning for a little while. And I've told you guys the story of me being in Las Vegas and being in the nice hotel and looking down over the strip and thinking, is this really what life is about? As I'm out there with a bunch of millionaires drinking some champagne And just wondering, what am I celebrating? If you celebrate too early and you stop learning, that is the cap of your knowledge and the cap of your earning capacity. How much are you capable of earning? Well, your ability to earn money is reflected within your skill sets and your knowledge. So if you no longer are willing to learn, you effectively are limiting your earning potential or your earning capacity. So my simple advice to you is always be student. Always be willing to learn. Many times I have to humble myself, even now, and tell myself, you know nothing, Cole. And I do. I know nothing. And that's okay because I'm learning. But I never want to be in a position where I feel like I know everything because at that moment, I'm becoming less capable of being successful because the most successful individuals in the world are the ones who are the most willing to learn. For example, I'm sure you guys have seen this. Maybe you haven't, but there's this video that's very popular on the internet. And there was this YouTuber that covers SpaceX and Elon Musk who actually went to SpaceX and got an interview with Elon Musk. And this guy's filming Elon Musk, and he makes a recommendation to Elon's rocket. And he makes this recommendation in a very subtle way. But then Elon responds in a way where he's like, you know what? I think you're right. And he tells the guy behind the camera, who's the YouTuber, who's doing the interview with him, as they're walking throughout SpaceX, I think we're going to fix that. Thank you. Can you imagine having tens of billions, if not hundreds of billions of dollars, and this random YouTuber, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but objectively, this random YouTuber who by societal standards, is minuscule compared to Elon Musk, comes to your factory when you're worth tens of billions, if not hundreds of billions of dollars, makes a recommendation to you, and you look at it and you say, you know what? You're right. He's always learning. Kobe Bryant shared this same mindset too. I remember seeing another video, and I don't remember who it was, but it was a younger athlete who plays basketball. And Kobe Bryant told this younger individual playing basketball, who I believe is now in the NBA, to always be a child. Why? Because Children are always imagining and they're always learning. They could have two rocks in front of them and they could be conducting a whole play in their head. They're always learning. They're always being creative. My main advice to you is never stop learning. No matter how much money you make, no matter how much you think you know, someone is smarter than you. Someone makes more money. Someone has something better than you. It's just how the world works. So the moment that you think that you are better than others and that you are just ultimately All knowing, you know nothing. Lastly, and this one is very important, the practice of self-reflection. And this is all-encompassing. This really brings us home because how do we know if, number one, we're not organized, if we have an inability to reflect on our own habits? How do we know if we have been taking quick action in our lives, if we are incapable self-reflection, which was point number two. How do we know if we are spread too thin and not focusing on one thing if we are incapable of self-reflection, which was number three? And lastly, which is number four, how do we know if we have stopped learning and allowed our ego to take over just because we made a little bit of money or because we know a little bit more than the person to our left if we are incapable of self-reflection? The ability to practice introspection and self-reflection will allow you to achieve steps one through four. If you are not able to be honest with yourself and look in the mirror and say this is who I am and this is what I'm failing to do and this is who I am and this is what I am doing if you are not able to do that you might as well just click off this podcast and this is just me being honest the only person that's going to hold you accountable is you not me not your parents not your girlfriend Not your brother, not your sister, no one. You have to be able to hold yourself accountable to the standards which you set. But that's a beautiful thing because you get to decide what the standards are. You get to decide who you are. But the only way that you can do that is to be honest with yourself, practice introspection. The most pivotal moments in my life have not came from external circumstances, but rather the time that I've spent alone with my own thoughts, analyzing my mistakes, my wins, my losses, my achievements, and my failures, my emotional reactions to certain circumstances, is, the answer always lies within. And that is the most important aspect out of all these five pieces of advice that I could give you. Be more critical of yourself, be more honest with yourself, because no one else is going to do that for you. I'll see you in the next one, Cold Army.